Hello friend, I am Maria and welcome to the Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, consciousness, and the inner workings of the universe at large. My partner Sergey uses hypnosis to bring me into a deep theta state where I get a chance to connect with my higher self. He then interviews me to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy! I would like to talk to you about the green flame. Sure. Uh, could you please uh, tell us about the properties of the green flame? What does it do? So green flame is a flame of restoration and healing on both the personal, the planetary, and the planetary way, but it goes obviously above and beyond that. So imagine if you had a cut, and like you cut your finger or you cut your arm or whatever, the energy of the green flame would help patch your skin back together. That's the kind of restoration that I'm talking about. Or for instance, if you're a tree and you know somebody came to you and you know broke a branch off of your trunk, uh, the energy of the green flame would be the one that would patch up that wound and enable you to kind of like stop crying and and just heal. So it's restoration, bringing things back uh, to to their state that they're meant to be, Um, healing energy. Um, That is the the biggest premise of of the green, uh, green energy, green flame. And um, are there any facets of the green flame? Like, how would you describe a person who mastered the green flame? People who master the green flame tend to be empaths. They tend to be very sensitive. Because the green flame doesn't just heal bodies. It also heals on the metaphysical, energetic level. Right? Mm -hmm. It can mend a broken heart. It's a feeling. It's not an actual, like your heart is not actually broken into. Um, it could mend a relationship, right? So the people who have mastered the green flame tend to be empaths. They tend to be very aware of the world at large. Mm-hmm. They tend to pick up on energy very, very quickly. And they're actually the least, some of the least selfish people that you're going to imagine or that you're going to meet. Um, it's interesting because the green flame people are very, very receptive. So on an energetic level, you almost see them walking around and they have these like, imagine their body was covered with receptors, mm-hmm. like little antennas. Um, and the main purpose of these antennas is to receive. So it's like walking antennas. 
and they have thousands of those on their body like literally uh, energetically their aura their auric field is covered with, with little antennas at any given time they're perceiving the world so these are your you know your deep feeling people these are the souls that you know could get easily hurt um you know they're very receptive to language they're very receptive to the intention behind words mm-hmm. right they tend to be really good communicators because they tend to speak from the heart um yeah that that you know that's pretty much how the green energy feels they also tend to be quite selfless mm-hmm. you know these are the people that could easily sacrifice themselves for the greater good uh or you know for a loved one for the mm-hmm. planet you know mm-hmm. um of course the green energy has its own like like every ray i told you it could go from like one percent to a hundred percent yeah how this gets manifested for the green flame is that you would move you know the lower energies of the green flame tend to you know have like a smaller circle of things they care about mm-hmm. and that they want to heal like for instance it could be like for somebody who is vibrating in the low green it could be wanting to heal your family or your best friend you know somebody who's mid-range would want to heal their city or their country mm-hmm. somebody who is high level works uh, you know high level green works on a, at least the planetary level maybe the galactic level universal level right mm-hmm. so it's it's like depending on how evolved you are as a green flame or as a green soul you take more and more aspects of creation as a part of yourself and as you take a bigger chunk of the universe as a part of yourself you inevitably want to heal it and restore it back to balance and perfection Hmm. Interesting. So yeah. So it's it's almost like imagine a green soul. Yeah. Wanting to embrace uh, something, uh-huh. and it's almost like as you keep evolving, your arms and how how far they spread gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Initially, you can only embrace and protect your your loved ones, and down the road, you know, as you keep evolving on that ray, you could embrace the whole existence. Yeah. So your arms just get really bigger and you can give this universe a nice big hug. <laughs> and uh, what is the shadow side? Oh, yeah. So the shadow side is heart. Mm-hmm. The shadow aspect of the green flame is actually selfishness. You know, you know what am I, what am I getting out of this? Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm going to heal you, what are you going to do to me? Hmm. Um, The shadow aspect of the green flame is wanting recognition for your work. Very often public recognition. Um, Feeling disconnected. And as a result, not wanting to get out of your comfort zone and heal. That's like a shadow aspect. Mm -hmm feeling drained so you know the greens they extend a lot of energy they expand a lot of energy because this process is actually quite energy consuming the process of healing so one of the shadow aspects of a green could be a healer that just feels drained all the time that means that their green is not in balance 
Uh, another shadow aspect of the green flame is the martyr. It's almost like, look at me, I'm suffering so much so I can keep helping others. That is very much a, a shadow aspect of the green. There's more, I mean. Hmm. These are the major ones. Yeah, it's very clear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and um, what would be like a simple meditation for a beginner um, with a green flame? So you would need, I actually recommend, because we, we spoke a lot about healing the body mm -hmm. in an in earlier part of this conversation, why don't we talk about healing a more metaphysical or emotional aspect of something, or maybe healing a relationship or a wound, um, like an emotional wound. So you might want to imagine something that you would want to heal a broken heart or you know somebody hurt you really badly um, somebody offended you or let's say somebody's um, being bullied mm -hmm. for instance we can take that as a good example yeah. uh, being bullied makes you feel not enough makes you feel incompetent it takes away your self-love self-acceptance it's actually a really really deep wound so what you might want to imagine this wound first you're going to have to ask yourself for whatever wound you want to heal emotional wound where does this live in your body and if you quiet your mind your your body is very wise so it's going to show you where it hurts and wounds, actually, emotional wounds can live anywhere in your body. It doesn't just have to be the heart. You know, I've seen wounds that live in, in people's heels, in their nails, in their teeth, in their nose. Like, it could get attached to any, anywhere. How do they get there? Well, it's, it depends on where you stash. It's actually not, um, you know, every time we as humans get faced with a wound mm -hmm. it gets we, we, we have a choice of where we want to stack it in our body <laughs> to be honest mm -hmm. so we you know it's it's like a, it's a subconscious decision you would say and you're like okay well, i don't want to deal with it let me like stash it away here and you 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 put it in, in a particular place in your body and it could be a very very random place or it could be something that, you know, you know, some people tend to uh, put their wounds in the same exact part of their body. And so that's why if it's a chronic pain in a particular part of their body, it's because they've stashed too many wounds there. Oh, you mean uh, they've been doing it through incarnations or? Yeah, it could lifetime? be. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't have to be one lifetime. Mm -hmm. um, say like you always tend to put your wounds in to your back. Yeah. And then your back would just keep hurting, right? Um, and you might, by the way, you might be healing a wound or two, but because you keep stashing new ones in there or stacking new ones in there, you can never truly heal it because it's like your go-to place for trauma. Like, ooh, one more trauma. Let me stack it into the same exact spot where I always stack my trauma. Oh. The back feels about right. So first you need to go back to the meditation. 
First, you need to get really present where that particular wound lives in your body. And it could be a place that might surprise you or your normal place. Mm-hmm. You know? And then you want to see what shape it is. You know, sometimes it's a triangle, a sphere, it could be a star, it could be a cube, it could be anything. It could just be mush, you know, it could be just amorphous. Um, what tends to happen though with every wound, you know, and then you want to get present to what color it is, you know, whether it's heavy or light, you know, it has properties. So you definitely want to examine the wound. And then you want to bring forth the green flame. Uh, but as you're examining the wound, one thing that you're going to notice is there is going to be a crack somewhere in there or multiple cracks um and through the crack is you know the the darkness gets gets inside through the crack right so it's like something broken something that's not whole what you want to do is you want to bring in the green flame you know you can just bring it right next to that place where you're hurting and you want to allow the green flame to seal that wound to seal that crack so move from one you know from so kind of like move from one end of that crack to the other end from where it started to where it ended and like bring the two together and then once it's sealed you want to allow the green flame to enter the inner part of that wound and heal everything within and you might have layers actually inside you know there are multiple layers they could all be very you know different colors so just make sure that every layer um, is accessible to the green healing flame now when you're done you would notice that instead of being dark and cracked and you know whatever that original sensation might have been for the wound it might have felt heavy it might have felt like it's you know pricking you a little bit or it might felt itchy you know you would notice that sensation disappear and that place in your body that shape would emanate with the most beautiful healing emerald light you can imagine Sometimes what's also important is depending on what the wound is it might actually have a cord attached to it. So that's the last thing that you might need to check for. Mm-hmm. That cord could be leading to a particular event or person or multiple people in this incarnation or your past lives or both. It might have more than one cord. So you want to take a sword a sword of light and you want to cut those cords as many as there are and heal the gaps or the you know the little tips of those cords with the green emerald light because you want to break the energetic ties to whatever hurts you in the first place 
So there is no more dark energy that has access to your body, whether physical, emotional, doesn't really matter. So you want to make sure that there are no more cords mm -hmm. and that wound feels light and green and healthy and there are no more cracks. Wow, that's, that's really cool. And um, can you use this flame to heal another person? <sighs> yes, but it all depends on your healing abilities. Not every soul in um, on this planet, on the face of this planet, has mastered the green flame energy. In fact, a lot of people are still in the in the very low vibrations of the green flame. You know, like I said, we're going as humanity right now. Humanity is going through healing that aspect of, of themselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are some souls that are obviously going to be able to use the green flame on other people. But when you're using something on another person, the prerequisite is that you have mastered it. Mm -hmm. It is quite different when you're tapping into the green flame for yourself. Because when you're tapping into the green flame for yourself, you're actually, in essence, tapping into the energy of source. And it is always available to you. Healing others is a different level, though. So it's actually always until you master the green energy, or unless you master the green energy, it's always easier for people to heal themselves via that, you know, borrowing that green flame from the creator as opposed to giving it to others mm -hmm. what you could do though is teach the person that you want to heal these meditation and you know if if they're willing to do that they could heal themselves got it and uh, no matter like the level of a practitioner right uh, you you can heal yourself it's yes. accessible for everybody it is accessible yes absolutely got it so instead of healing the person you can actually give this practice to a person absolutely and let this person heal yeah teach them how herself. to fish yeah teach them how to fish don't give them the fish got it um are there any crystals that work well with uh the green flame and can they enhance the green flame Scholar's site is the one that works really good with the green flame. I've mentioned emerald many times. Emerald is amazing, but of course it's not really accessible to a lot of people. It's too expensive. Mm -hmm. Scholar's site works beautifully with the green flame, uh, despite being a white crystal. So it's not always so... You know. The color. Yeah, right. the, the color so doesn't the always perfect. have to be correct. Yeah. It doesn't have to be corresponding. And how would you incorporate it? In Hold on, I'm, I'm looking at what other crystals. Um, huh. Interestingly enough, the onyx crystal. The black is, one. Yeah, the black onyx is able to enhance the energy of the green flame and remove because in, in the process of healing you need to you need a magnet for all the darkness 
that is a byproduct of healing. Mm. Like if you think about like um, surgery, like surgery rooms are messy. There's like blood and all, all this yuckiness everywhere. Same thing for the energetic healing. Like you're getting rid of all this dirt. So you need a crystal that could be able to absorb all of that. Otherwise, where is that energy going to go? So it's actually really interesting. But uh, yeah, like onyx, obsidian are really, really good. Um, You know, all kinds of uh, meteorites are really, really good to uh, help work with a green green flame. Mm -hmm. Let me see what else. White onyx also, in in a little bit of a different way, it helps uh, purify the green flame because generally what happens is if nothing, like when the green flame is at work and there is no absorbent crystal, then the green flame starts getting like a little bit of a black rim on the edges. And so the white onyx can actually help absorb that and like keep the green flame in its most optimal state. Yeah, those are the main ones. Um, Malachite is not bad, but I wouldn't say that it's the strongest to help. Um, Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, how would you incorporate uh, these crystals in the meditation? Yeah, so if you're healing a particular physical ailment, you know, as you're working with a green flame um, and... you know, once you located the area where where the pain is, whether emotional or physical, you could place that crystal right around that area as you're going through meditation yeah. to help absorb those energies. That's pretty much the main one. You could also keep, uh, you know, the, the green flame enters through our um, heart center through the center of our body so you could also feel free to place that um stone in um in your chest area and then the last thing that i would want to add here is the green flame is not necessarily an immediate flame uh, it's the it's a flame that has like very interesting properties like it's not, neither hot nor cold so it's like a neutral flame it can be either hot or cold depending on what type of healing is needed. Because sometimes to heal something, you need to freeze it. And sometimes to heal something, you need to warm it up. And sometimes to heal something, you need to do neither of those things. So you have to be really patient with a green flame. One of the things that could be helpful is keeping a crystal that you know, you're working with alongside the green flame under your pillow as you sleep. Because that healing, generally when you start working with a green flame, it will take you, it could take you days, actually, or not really you, but like the flame to get you to that optimal state. Because it's a slow healing flame, it's not instant, like I said. And that crystal is going to keep working with a green flame as you sleep, because the deepest healing actually would happen during your sleep state. So you want to make sure that all the aids and the assistance is available to the green flame when it's doing its beautiful work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so under the pillow or on your bed, you know, bedside table, like just make sure that crystal energy is accessible uh, to to the green flame where it needs it. 
and then you can carry it in your pocket yeah right. absolutely yeah you can carry that in your pocket just make sure that when you're working with the green flame that you cleanse that the crystal because the crystal is going to absorb uh kind of like take the hit the crystal oh. is going to absorb that energy so when you're going through deep healing especially if you're healing something that is you know a very serious illness like cancer you want to make sure you're cleaning that crystal every day so you either want to put it in sand for like 10 minutes every day mm-hmm. you know you could because the cleaning happens at night actually really optimal uh, timing or time to cleanse it would be in the morning first thing in the morning you just like put it in the um in the sand uh or you could you know put it under uh you know wash it under water you know that's another way so like, basically to clean the crystal you need to clean it with one of the elements mm-hmm. right um so you can use sand which would be earth you could use fire the problem with cleansing by fire is you know you're gonna have to wash the crystal so probably not the best but it it would clean it either way so and and then um putting it under uh water like a stream of water uh could be really really helpful or if you want to clean it with air that's also possible but you're gonna have to blow on the crystal and i recommend you know doing like taking a deep breath and then blowing on the crystal with the intention of cleaning all the debris from the crystal. And you're going to have to do it 12 times for it to work. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, that's helpful. And uh, uh, I was just thinking uh, if there are any other uh, things that can enhance the green flame, like plants or herbs, not just crystals. Um, is there any connection between green flame and other things? absolutely always is so for green flame eucalyptus is incredibly incredibly helpful so eucalyptus oil eucalyptus tea anything that's eucalyptus like body spray anything eucalyptus that is not artificial eucalyptus would aid and assist with the green flame Uh, green tea and tea tree so also oils you know if you're uh even putting a couple of drops of tea tree uh, essential oil into hot water and like drinking it uh, prior to healing could be amazing aloe vera is another plant that works amazing with um the green flame um so again, essential oils, but also just pieces of aloe vera and like maybe squeezing a couple of drops uh, into your smoothie. That would be super helpful. These are the main ones that I would say. These are the ones that have the the, the highest uh, ability to help. Enhance. Got it. There's also cedar, cedar wood. Uh-huh. Uh, that helps also. Got it. So basically you use the essential oil or a tea before the healing before it could be before it could be after it could be both yeah meditation or before going to bed because you know that the deep healing is going to happen when you sleep Uh Mm -hmm. got it um don't want to jump around but 
given that you mentioned that there are other things that can help the flame uh, what are the things that can enhance or like just help a yellow flame oh the yellow flame yeah oh you mean like do you want me to name plants uh, yeah like or essential oils yeah okay something that can sure so the yellow flame works amazing with chamomile mm-hmm. um from actually just having a flower in, in like a live flower you know in your vicinity when you're working with the, the flame of joy uh to chamomile tea um you know all of that would be helpful mm-hmm. birch tree very helpful birch tree is you know it has the lightest bark of, of you know of the trees of the tree family so it is um very uplifting and joyful so like uh, the bark you know you could boil the bark and you know that would be almost like um like a healing drink um but also uh i believe they sell the oils too from the birch but um another way to leverage the magic of the tree would be to do the meditation right by the living tree so if you could do it outside near a birch tree or multiple birch trees then any meditation would just be accentuated because of the symbiosis between the green ray and and the the tree mm-hmm. so basically you can access the knowledge or uh, access like the joy uh, facet of the flame right you can do it with the birch tree yes or in the birch forest correct birch trees also uh help better connect to the akashic records so they clean up all the blockages so for novices that are just trying to access the information being in the birch tree forest could actually be really really helpful also lemons lemons are really amazing for you know to accentuate uh working with a um yellow ray which seems kind of obvious because they're yellow i guess um so you like lemon water just eating lemons i know that's not the most tastiest thing in the world um lemon essential oil um you know putting that um in water or in 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 a spray and just spraying your house before doing like a practice or a meditation that would be beautiful yeah that's very helpful thank you so much and uh, now i want to move back to the green flame and uh, are there any other flames that work really well together uh, with the green flame other than yellow flame yes but i just wanted to say something really quickly there are also optimal times of the day to work with the flames mm. so for the yellow flame you want to work with it in the morning the earlier in the morning the better that's when it's uh best mm-hmm. um for the green flame the afternoon is the best time to get started on that healing mm-hmm. uh, the flames that work best with the green flame while were you told you about yellow white also 
because uh, I mentioned that the white is the purification ray and we know that green could use a lot of purification because unfortunately the uh, sorry the green the green works with a lot of dense energies mm -hmm. and any time that those dense energies can be purified um, that is it just helps accelerate the green flame so it's certainly recommend pairing it up with the white absolutely the gold the gold and the green flames love each other so the gold flame is the flame of resurrection so that's like healing taken on and multiplied by three billion times right oh tell us tell us more well i mean it the flame of resurrection meaning like something that used to be dead can now be alive right. so it's like healing on steroids right mm -hmm. so when the green and the and the gold flame it's it's also healing for higher dimensions so depending on which dimension you're you're working with like green in and of itself is going to probably stop being obsolete in terms of healing right around dimension seven that's when you you can only use actually the resurrection flame to achieve the same result um but you can bring some of those higher vibrational frequencies of the golden flame into 3D by pairing it up with the green. That is the one thing that could help accelerate the green flame. Remember how I told you that it's quite slow? Yeah. The gold flame is instant. That's your instant healing. Even in 3D? It's about as instant as 3D is going to let you be. Mm. It's about as fast of a healing so as this dimension. Of weeks or like it would years, be days, yeah. It's going to be days. Exactly. So it uh, condenses that time frame between 10 and it makes it 10 to 100 times faster than just with the use of the green flame. Mm -hmm. Okay, can you do that? Yeah, and the way you want to do that is it's actually quite interesting how that works energetically. So remember how most flames, when you work with them, you have to connect them like two strands of DNA. It's almost like half of that flame is one color and half of the flame is the other color. Mm -hmm. Or like the left is one and the right one, the right side is another. When you connect the green and the gold flame, you cannot do that. Because one literally needs to power the other. So you need to place the golden flame underneath the green flame. Hmm. it's almost like one is the source of the other so you want to stack them on top of each other you want to build a pyramid kind of mm -hmm. um, where on top is the green and on the bottom is the gold and it's almost like actually then you can collapse them into one another and it'll it'll look like the green flame but if you go underneath it's gold underneath so you literally want to power the green flame with gold so and then it's like a rocket engine kind of yes and then you basically can do the same exact things that i told you to do with a green flame with this combined flame and you just see everything accelerated hmm. that's pretty powerful okay uh, yeah i see how it works yeah i mean that's i, I wouldn't say that that is like a super basic concept uh -huh. um, like I mean, and again, it's it's because the gold gold flame is quite high vibration and, and and high frequency. So you know the techniques that you would have with that are a little bit more unconventional. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, you mentioned that you can uh, use a green flame in order to work on like higher dimensions. But can you give me an example of like how you can use green flame on the fifth dimension? Oh, I told you that it's, uh, what I said was that if you want to do healing above the dimension seventh, green flame is not the optimal flame to go. Oh. That's what I said. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And how would you use green flame on the fifth dimension to heal? Like, what would you heal on the fifth dimension? Okay. I think you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Arguably, we are in in, in 3D, right? We're in 3D, yeah. Yeah. So... In our first session, I told you that because the flames are a gift of source, they are already operating the next, you know, at a higher frequency than where you're on. So when you're in 3D and you start working with a green flame, you're automatically in 5D. Oh. Because that's the dimension and the frequency of the flame. Like it literally pulls you up one dimension. Right. Right? Yeah. So that's why your 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 question is a little bit um, almost incorrect. Mm-hmm. Now that there is such a thing, right? Yeah. So it's not like you need to get into five D. It already gets you into five D because the healing actually happens in five D, and then it just gets translated into three D. Got it. Got it. Got it. And when you go above the seventh dimension, green flame is not that efficient. No, it's not that it's not that efficient. It's just the you know the third dimensional green flame is most effective and impactful in in, in this dimension, mm-hmm. but it's mostly it's a little bit more physical. So you mm-hmm. know, if you want to heal the phys- the physical, you want to go with like a lower dimensional uh, green flame. If you want to heal the emotional, you want to go a little bit higher. Um, if you want to heal. complicated generational trauma or past life trauma sometimes depending on what that trauma is you might need to bring in a flame that is even higher dimension like a seventh dimensional green flame but truth truth be told most of the things that exist in in most quote-unquote problems that exist in in this dimension you're not going to need a high dimensional green flame so i wouldn't worry about that i think you just uh, it just gets things a little bit more complicated for you to understand got it that makes sense okay at least for now all right yeah thank you so much uh it's super helpful uh very great information about the green flame now i'm going to end our session and i'm very grateful for the information you provided to us today I'm asking the subconsciousness to resist to where it belongs with much love and much thanks for the help and information it has been given Maria today. I know she's really going to appreciate it. Now I want all the consciousness and personality of Maria to once again return and fully integrate back into the body completely. Thank you so much for listening to us today.